In this episode of Nonprofit Success, I share one of the most important things I learned from a conversation with nonprofit leader and Note in the Pocket founder, Susan Ryland. You're listening to Nonprofit Success, a podcast all about nonprofit marketing for nonprofit leaders, helping you impact more lives by answering the questions you need to define and build a powerful nonprofit marketing strategy. Welcome to Nonprofit Success, a podcast all about being the ultimate marketing and promotion resource for nonprofit leaders. I'm Justin Raymond, and I just want to thank you for pressing play today. Thanks for taking the time to to listen to this episode. It's going to be a special one, and I know, you know, if you've listened to all the other podcasts I'm doing, I keep saying it's great, it's excellent, but this one is especially special. Uh, One of the things that I'm trying to do is increase my knowledge about the nonprofit sector. I'm trying to understand your day-to-day, your issues, your pain points, um, how it how it's different from the B2B world. Because for the past six to seven years, I've been doing marketing in the B2B world. So I'm trying to see how that translates to the nonprofit world. I'm trying to see how my marketing knowledge and skills and experience can translate to the nonprofit sector so I can figure out how to how to best help you elevate your cause, um, bring more awareness to your organization, increase funding, help get more people at your events, whatever it is. So the ways I'm increasing my knowledge, at least at least one of the ways, is by trying to get meetings with nonprofit leaders. And now this can be everyone from a volunteer coordinator, from a founder, from executive director, business development role, marketing role, communications role, whatever it is, I'm trying to get meetings with those people. And I've had the privilege of already meeting and learning about several organizations um, already. And I want to share one of those meetings with you. So a couple weekends ago, a couple weekends, a couple weeks ago, I met with a um, nonprofit founder and, uh, it was Susan Rowland. She's the founder of Note in the Pocket. And we had a great conversation. Um, she was nice enough uh, to talk to me about herself, about Note in the Pocket, how it came to be. And like I said in the pre-intro of this podcast, how they were able to get almost 90,000 items donated in one year. And in that conversation, I asked her if you could share one tip with the other nonprofit leaders and executive directors, what would that be? So I'm going to share that with you in that podcast, in this podcast right here. But before I get to that point, bear with me. I want to I want to tell you about Note in the Pocket. Um, you know, it's a great organization. I just want to tell you the story of how it came to be and what it does. I want to use this platform just to give more awareness to nonprofit organizations. So if I happen to meet with you or if you happen to be on this podcast, I'll definitely give a shout out to your organization, tell a story, and then uh, try to share how other people can get involved as well. So let's uh, let's let's jump into it. Let's get this episode going. Uh, like I said, I'm going to Share a story about Note in the Pocket. So in 2005, Margaret Susan Ryland's daughter was teaching kindergarten uh, at an impoverished school. 
one with free and reduced lunch rate that hovered around 95%. And they had problems commonly associated with poverty that includes, you know, homelessness, food insecurity, lack of appropriate clothing for school, inadequate health care, and the list goes on. Margaret, Margaret, the teacher at that school, quickly realized that her training would not address the realities of the kids who were struggling outside the classroom. Like what was going on outside of school when they went home or on the weekend, uh, you know, what their lifestyle was like. So Margaret and Susan decided to be bold and make a difference in the community by providing one of these basic needs that these kids needed. And they just thought it would make a small difference at first. So it was late September when this all started. It was cooler. Um, the cold weather had arrived. And Margaret noticed that many of the children at the school where she taught did not seem to have sweaters or jackets. Uh, she started thinking, you know, how could she overcome this need? How could she meet this need? So they ended up purchasing coats from from thrift shops and store sales. And uh, Margaret was able to send the coat home with each child in her class. She saw there was a need and she met it by going and buying coats and then giving those coats to the kids and their families so they can be warm. The school social worker prepared a note explaining that the coats were donations from the community and were the children's to keep. A copy of that note was inserted into the pocket of each of those donated items. And so as she begun, this project right here eventually became Note in the Pocket. Now, Note in the Pocket started as a one-family ministry providing coats for a single classroom. To which they had personal connection. However, soon additional people joined in and wanted to participate. The next year, the code donations covered all the kindergarten classes. And the ministry kept growing. So then by the third year, all the students in the school had received a code that needed one before winter began. The school social worker helped to organize the coats so each child could select one. After the first year, each coat also, remember, had a note in the pocket to confirm that the children were to keep their coats that were given to them. Now, note in the pocket works with the Wake County Public School System social workers and the case managers from 12 other agencies. This includes Family Promise of Wake County, Salvation Army, The Caring Place, and Communities and Schools that serve the homeless and impoverished areas. In 2017, they provided clothing packages. They were able to provide clothing packages for over 4,000 individuals, mostly children, throughout all 12 cities and towns in Wake County. They delivered almost 90,000 donated items of clothing and shoes, which the total value was nearly $650,000. To accommodate this continuing growth, at the end of 2017, they were blessed and were able to acquire space. They were, they were able to expand their volunteer center work and storage space to a 7,200 
square foot facility. I mean, how amazing is that story? It started out with one person seeing a need, seeing a problem, and then doing something about it and meeting that need, and then other people chipping in. But you realize that one or two people can only do so much. It takes a team. It takes, it takes an army to make a real difference. So what did Susan Ryland tell me when I asked her, you know, what was one of the most important things you took away from establishing the nonprofit you have? What was the most important things, most important thing you took away from leading a nonprofit? And what she told me was to get people around her who are focused on the mission, which I think is really critical. I'm sure you've heard the saying, you are the average of five people that you surround yourself with, or you're the average of five people who you hang out with the most. And now think about that for a second. Think about who you see the most. Think about who you talk to the most. Are those people positive? Are they negative? Do they represent who you are? Do they represent who you want to be? You might have similar likes. You might not, but they might make you feel good. Now, where she was going with this was get people around her who are focused on the mission. And now the mission of the note in the pocket is clothing children with dig dignity and love. So for her to be able to establish the successful nonprofit she has, she had to get people around her who believed in that cause. And that could be people sitting on her board. That could be volunteers. That could be donors. That could be anybody. Anybody that believed in that mission of wanting to help homeless and impoverished kids meeting that need. And so if you're at a nonprofit now, when you, when you look at your board, when you look at the people who help you out, when you look at the people that volunteer the most, when you look at your donors, do you feel like you have a good team there? Are you guys being successful? Are you meeting your goals? Are you getting the funds that you need? Are the right people in the right roles? Those are all the questions you need to be asking to see if those people are focused on, on, on your mission. And those people might be helping you out for different reasons. So it's just a matter of figuring out what their reason. And if their reason is because they believe in that cause, if they want to make a difference, then that's the right purpose. That's the right person. And so one of the things I want to talk about is your definite major purpose. And now, I think my dad is going to appreciate this part of the episode because he's all about Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill is a guy that creates a lot of, he's an author, and he creates a lot of books, like self-help books. Um, and one of the most popular books he's written is Think and Grow Rich. And so what I want to pull out of this book is the major definite purpose. And what he says is the one goal that is most important to you at the moment. It is usually the one goal that will help you achieve more of your other goals than anything else you can accomplish. So 
Note in the pocket's goal is clothing children with dignity, dignity and love. Everyone else that Susan Rollins surrounds herself with should be focused on that mission. That should be their major definite purpose. That's the reason they wake up every morning. And now if you haven't figured out your mission or you're struggling with how to write it, um, it doesn't have to be X amount of words, X amount of letters. It just needs to represent what your nonprofit is about, your why. It needs to make you want to get out of bed in the morning. It needs to drive you. It needs to fulfill that void, that purpose that you have. So some of the things that can kind of help you figure that out is it must be something that you personally really want. And so you start a nonprofit for that cause to make a difference. And that's what that would be. It must be clear and specific. You must be able to write it down with such clarity that a child could read it. That's how you're able to share it with others. It must be measurable and quantifiable rather than I want to solve world hunger or I want to give a lot of people food. You can say, I will feed 1 million homeless people by the year 2050. That can be a goal. Or, or I'm going to solve, I'm going to solve the hunger issue in Chicago by feeding a million homeless people by 2050. However specific you want to be, that might not even make sense. It's just what came to mind. Just to kind of give you a base example to go off of. It should also have a reasonable probability of success. But I think if you believe in it and it drives you and it wakes you up every morning excited, ready to tackle the world, it will happen. And it must fit in with your other goals. So your main definite major purpose is the main focus of your life why you're alive, why you exist, why your nonprofit exists, and then all of your goals follow. And now if you're able to establish a definite major purpose for your organization, you'll be able to figure out if the people around you are the right people and the people will be able to figure out what your mission is so you can double down, triple down, quadruple down, so you can achieve that mission. Something else to think about. I've been reading a lot lately and listening to a lot of podcasts, and one of the commonalities I keep running into is getting people who don't buy in or try to get buy in out of your circle uh, to not be around those people because it's just it's negative energy. If someone that's negative is around you all the time, if you're the average of five people you surround yourself with, you spend the most time with, and one of those people is negative, that's going to affect you. That's going to that's gonna affect your attitude. You're going to bring that to work. How are you going to achieve your definite major purpose if you're negative, if you're down, if you're not optimistic, if you're not positive? It, it kills your focus and it kills your productivity. So I don't, I'm not saying, hey, get your best friend that you've known for a long time or your whole life because they're negative. I'm just saying maybe that best friend shouldn't be involved at your nonprofit. 
And I think one of the one of the most important things to think about, one of the coolest things to think about, if you are truly chasing after your definite major purpose, truly focused on that, and you express it well through what you do, um, and through social media, through your websites, through your emails, through your events, through volunteering, people who believe in your mission will come to you. If you build it, they will come. That is true. Because people have these deep desires inside them to do good, to make a difference. And different people are passionate about different things. And it could be because it was a life experience. They can they can relate to it. Or it just really makes them sad to see something like that happen. So people will come to you. And so as, as you define your nonprofit's mission, if you haven't already, if you have defined the mission, get it out there. Tell people about it. When people ask what your nonprofit's about, that's what you should lead lead with. And share your passion. Share your drive. And if you want to get people around you who are focused on that mission, it will happen. And other people to look for that might be focused on your mission are dedicated volunteers, the ones that you can rely on, that are always helping, and looking for people that are already making difference but want to do more. People are out there that want to make a difference, that want to that want to make a change in this world and do good, but a lot of things are holding them back. You know, whether it's fear, whether it's failure, whether it's rejection, or what other people will think about them, or it's time. Or, you know, it's just not convenient well, with their lifestyle. They're busy. But I think you can truly inspire people with your actions. Your actions and then your words. Or vice versa. But if you if you want to be a nonprofit leader that's truly making a difference in this world, wear your mission on your chest. And you will get the right people around you and you will see your nonprofit succeed as long as you're doing it for the right reason. As long as it's in your heart. So, what's the most important thing that Susan Rowland told me when I had a conversation with her? Get people around me who are focused on the mission. It's that simple. And what's my mission? To inspire one million people to do good. And I'm doing that by helping nonprofits elevate their cause and help them tell more impactful stories about their organization so more people can help you, so more people can donate. And that's why I'm meeting with these nonprofit leaders to learn how I can help you. So thanks for listening. I I hope you learned a lot. And uh, if you did, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I am, my name is Justin Raymond. You can find me on LinkedIn and my LinkedIn URL is on the podcast page. So I just hope you have a great day. And uh, one, one useful tip real quick. If you get a notepad or sheet of paper and write your definite major purpose on it and put it right on your nightstand or right next to your bed, be the first thing you read every morning and you'll be ready to go. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Nonprofit Success. If you have learned something new, 
or if you have questions about a specific nonprofit marketing tactic or tip, please feel free to shoot me a message on LinkedIn. You can find the URL on the main podcast page. And uh, one thing real quickly, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast with other nonprofit leaders or members. It is my goal and purpose in life to inspire a million people to do good. And I plan on doing that just through the knowledge and skills uh, in marketing that I've developed throughout the years. So I just hope that with my knowledge and skills on marketing, I can help nonprofits make a bigger impact and therefore inspire others to take action. So please subscribe and share nonprofit success. Have a great day.